Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And I, dude, I'm I'm going to Hernando on the DeSoto, court. and I, I, you cannot start 0-2 yeah, in it's the It's on the IST, special court, so all the right. shots going to be dropping. I got one more quick announcement, too. I feel like y'all about to boot me off in a second. No, so. you can actually, you can say the whole show. <laughs> dude, I really the, uh, don't care. The two, the two broke for tickets, watch, watch party. We're doing going through a rebrand. Uh, with, with the, we're going through a rebrand because it's uh, cheaper to buy the tickets. Yeah, now? the tickets ticket so cheap, man. They, they, Damn, that brand ain't working no more. We, it's now called the Ballys Ain't Working Watch Party, bro. The first one coming real soon. I think that's an improvement. On yeah, the day, it's coming real soon, man. The Ballys Ain't Working because you won't have to change that. that yeah, they're never going to get that working. <laughs> the rebrand is official. If like, you're I, too broke for Grizz tickets, like you at gotta, this point, yeah, 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 you yeah, got to yeah. reevaluate your life. They got yeah. four dollar tickets for real. Shout out to the people who've been rocking with me in spite of man choosing to hang out with me instead of paying five dollars to go about a hundred yards away to go to the game. I appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. But now we call it the Ballys Ain't Working Watch Party. It's coming soon, man. Dates and, and, and it's still gonna be a Hooters, but the dates I let y'all know when they come. Do you uh do you expect like That's that fantastic. to uh change? What Bally's? Man, I heard y'all talking about the new folks looking broke as hell out here. What are they doing, man? Nah, Jason, like get, they gonna have them on there for it's, the next fifteen going, years. The, the, the Southeast, the I whole thing looking bad. Uh, Sports Southeast thing is still a better deal than they I can't. Get but from how, anybody but I talked to. Was it Pete? Was it because it's with the, you're grouped in with the Braves and some others, right? Some other uh, that it's actually one of the more successful RSNs. I talked to Pranica about it. I think. Or was it Rob? I think it was. I think it was Prem. He was. He was basically saying, regardless of what happens, they'll be fine. So don't worry about us. Like don't worry about the personalities. So I was worried. Yeah, Jason was like, yeah. I, I, my I main concern was Rob. yeah, was Rob. Why, yeah, do, I, why does I feel like Rob is Bally's, but Pete and Pete and Brevin aren't Pete and Brevin? Rob got about ten. All, they're all Bally's. We're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think. I think. Uh, it's, I, I think I think Pete and Brevin are great Grizzlies. Employees. That's what somebody said. Elliot Williams is another big wing we had that was Elliot Williams, big scoring wing. He was like what? Six, he's six, more six four and skinny. Yeah, Elliot Williams is like a point guard for them. I just yeah. don't think of him yeah. as big dude wing. Is, dude is a different breed, man. He might have been six five and skinny, but I, I appreciate the I, Elliot Williams shout out. Yeah, for sure. Like, Elliot he Williams. Does. Elliot, El- Elliot. One of the greats this city produced. Dude was pure. Yes. Him, him, and uh, Jeremiah Martin are probably the two most underrated Tigers in the last. Is that 10 years? Man, that's two good ones. Yeah. Well, underrated Tigers. Elliot was just only here for so, he was was so a, short. Yeah, a short time. Year. And it was a year that like nobody like remembers fondly. Had the shot yeah. against Kansas? Yes. Man, it was hooping Almost them. Beat him. Yes, exactly yeah. right. The lefty. The lefty. First round draft against Love Edo. Portland Trailblazers. St. George's still. We, we had him on the show a couple years ago during COVID just to catch up with for him. Real? Dude, How he, you doing? He's a hustler, bro. Elliot Williams is a hustler. He's I, out here making it happen. Smart dude. 
I remember um, my next door neighbor was playing um, like community center basketball, like in one of those little neighborhood teams. And Elliot Williams' older brother was on the team. Yep. And uh, email used to be just walking around dribbling the basketball, just a little kid hanging around up there, and he's the one that like actually. That's how it happens. Yeah. But that team had like, um, what's the kid's name? Was Rory somebody? Come on, Sam. This is when you were covering preps, the, guy, the kid I'm talking about. Yeah, Lawrence Bowers. You're talking about St. George? Ellie no, played with St. George no, with no. Lawrence Bowers who went to Missouri. It's a kid. No, there was a kid on this community center team. It's, his name is Rory somebody. I want to say he went to – it was a couple kids who played D1 ball. That oh, was on okay. this team. from that young yeah, team. Uh-huh. But Ellie Williams, like I said, was like just like the little brother mascot kid who just hung around the team all the time. He ended up you know, being freaking Turn, Getting long and yeah, exactly. all kind of yeah. hops. Yeah, you know, exactly. injuries hurt him too. Yeah. Feel like shout out to email man yeah, for sure, man. Gri- Grizzly to sign email, bro. Yeah, he might be. He might be all right, man. Nah, he had the, uh, he had, I think he had a foot injury then in his career or something like yep. that. Uh, anyway, uh, he is Anthony. Appreciate Sane. you saying. Yes, sir. Ballads ain't working. Watch parties coming soon. Shoot three six. Shoot shoot three six. Shoot three six. Shoot shoot three six. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. They're the best in town when it comes to getting better at. The game of basketball. That's right. It's like a factory. Get there and get on that technology that Steph and Clay and others use to own their craft, and that's what they use. It's true. It's in their practice facility, and it's here in Memphis. Like, what an advantage you have if you've got a son or a daughter that's playing the game of basketball, and we know there are a lot of you out there, even if they're eight years old, even if they're sick, it's perfect, uh, because in the end, you're looking for competitive advantages, and uh, if it's outside the school hours, it's a great way to take them and you know, let them get some energy out and honestly improve their game. You never know where it could go. It's 2360, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Yeah, as John said, it could be the perfect compliment to what your uh, son or daughter is getting from their coach at school uh, and have them uh, have that shot a little bit tighter. It's ball handling, it's passing, it's all of it. They've got these huge, massive, interactive video boards. going to make it a lot of fun for your youngster. Sort of like video games. They're masters at the interactive, and that's what they've done with this technology. We call it the future basketball training in Memphis. The future is now, though, here at Shoot 360. Go see them at 85 Mark Center Drive in Cairo every day around this time. We like to do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Tigers versus Tigers tonight in Columbia, Missouri. It's a big one. A big one in the sense that you know, Memphis hasn't been great in these spots. Non-conference road games on Penny Hardaway. We mentioned the record three and six. These are the games that can really help you later on in the year when that NCAA selection committee is looking at your resume uh, and looking for road wins. Memphis one and two in these opportunities last year. Non-conference road games. Uh, you remember the one they got, Vandy. Well, that didn't want, didn't get you much. Uh, it was the two they lost. St. Louis, Alabama ended up hurting you because, again, these are fantastic opportunities. A little bit of a rewind. Both teams 1-0. and Now, Missouri's coming off of a pretty you know easy 101-79 win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. Same thing as the Tigers. Basically, five guys for them finished in double figures. We mentioned it to you yesterday. About half of their 60 shots came from 64. I think they took 30 of them came from three-point range. They love to run and gun. So the start's going to be important. I think John mentioned to me off-air Missouri has now announced that it will be a sellout for that game. So should be a fantastic atmosphere tonight in Columbia. How about this one? The last time the Tigers faced Missouri in Columbia was December 14, 2002. Lost to a number 11-ranked Missouri team, 93-78. Guess who the lean score was? 
wing guru. Billy Richmond had wow. 22 points off the bench hey. in that game, while John's favorite player, the guy that made him a Tiger, Antonio Burks, 15 and 5 assists, came up short. Uh, came up a little short in that game, though. Now, last time they faced Missouri, period, you will remember the NCAA tournament, 2009, would have been John Calipari's final season with Memphis. And I ask you, John, as a rabid Tiger fan, uh, you were back in those days. Were you already covering it then? No, I was not covering it. You I sure? Was, uh, you, it, was third, my, tw- it was my 10? last year. It was my last year not covering it. Last year, not, you came in after that. Uh-huh. So for Josh's first season, 9-10, you mm-hmm. came on in. I uh, told you, he, John's an OG. Goes back a lot farther than folks think. Thank you. Yeah, you'd come across as a 40-something-year-old man. Oh, three is uh, really when I started, uh, you know, oh two, oh three around that time. What do you remember most about that tournament loss that was Cal's last one? Was that Tyreek and those guys? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you remember who did it for Missouri? It was Demar Carroll. Uh, and there was a guard. There was another guard too that I can't. I don't remember which. I don't remember what his name was. Uh, but there was absolutely a guard that was doing Memphis in as well. Um, <clears throat> I, I uh, JT JT Tiller. Look Boom. at you. Yeah, that man pulled out the JT. Yeah, that's a hell of a. <laughs> you found it. No, I remembered the guard. I okay. remember yeah, the, you, oh, you were saying there was. Work. Yeah, he had twenty three points yeah. to lead him. Yeah. Um, I would have not remembered the JT Miller name. And I remember Demari Carroll hitting the uh, halftime shot at the buzzer. Yes. Uh, from from where like wherever three fourth quarter court. Um, Did the Grizzlies draft him? Demari Carroll. Carroll was a Grizzly. He was a Grizzly. I don't, but was, was he, he drafted dra- by the Grizzly? He was a he was a Grizzly. Oh yeah, he was, though, right? Oh yeah, he did for become sure. a Grizzly, but yeah, yeah, and Sorry was like not that. a terrible NBA player. Yeah. You know, had yeah. like some energy guy. He played yeah, for a while, exactly, yeah. right? Um, but uh, back in the day, there. Yeah, he was he was drafted by the Grizz. Okay. Yeah, he was nice, first, nice, nice one, bro. First round. Uh, first he was a first rounder, twenty seventh overall. But yeah, first round pick. I remember. The I don't remember the game as much as I remember the aftermath of the game. Oh my goodness! That's 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 what I think about when you when you bring up that game. Yeah. I remember going to school. I was a senior, and I remember going to school, and I was and I would ha- I'd have conversations after class with my uh, his my U.S. history teacher, uh, Paul Ross, and I would say, I would say, Ross, Cal's leaving. He's gone. He's not. He's not. Co- he's going to Kentucky because this is just when the you know I mean the carousel starts immediately. Yep. So I remember going to school that, you know, that next, I guess it would have been Monday or whatever, and I was, like, just talking because not many of my classmates were a big Tiger fan, but I remember talking to Ross. He was a big sports fan. I was like, yo, he's leaving. And Ross was like, nah, he's not going to leave. Why would he do that? Why, why would he do that? Why would he do that? I was like, he's going to go because it's Kentucky. And nobody believed it. Nobody thought it would happen. This Again, this is, like, the earliest stages of it. And then it got realer and realer. And uh, I just remember the sinking feeling. That's what I remember about that game. I remember the, the sinking feeling that everything that I knew and loved was about to change for forever, uh, and and it did, <laughs> and it did, and uh, yeah, that's that's it was the end of the it was the end of the chapter, bro. It was the end. It was the end is of the, the is of the, the good day. Is it the uh, to use a phrase you like to use for football? Is it the outlier we'll never get back to? Those those years, what was that, Elite Eights? And I mean, a, I don't think that year specifically has to be an outlier. That was just a Sweet 16. I mean, well, I'm just saying that era. But yeah, I mean, that I, era, yes. just like the five years that we use with football, I'm not speaking uh, yeah. of the one year. I think it's unlikely Memphis ever comes close to sniffing that. I think it's unlikely for most programs to have a run like that that's not named Duke or North Carolina, honestly. Uh, I mean, Kentucky doesn't, I mean, Kentucky hasn't made a Final Four since, I mean, uh, the, the Obama administration. Like I mean, it really has been that it was long. Elite eight, elite eight, NC runner up, NCAA runner up, Sweet Sixteen. I mean, that's that's pretty unprecedented for four. The, four, the four years. Oh yeah, elite eight, elite eight, 
NCAA runner-up, yep. which they've taken off the books. We count. Sweet yep. 16. Yeah, I mean, that's just insane. It is. That's insane. Like, you take that for granted. It's a Duke-like run. I mean, in those Elite Eight games, we're against, like, I mean, Ohio State. It's a blue blood uh, you Four know, years. UCLA. And, yeah. I mean. Uh, and that, those were years six, seven, eight, nine for him. And this is, you know, year six yeah. for Penny. And, and like, it, obviously it did take some time to build up to that. But, I mean. It took him five. <clears throat> like, you, you wouldn't bet. Like, would you bet on Memphis making an Elite Eight once in the next four years? If they'd had DeAndre Williams, I might do it. Yeah, I mean, I would say yes if you had him, but not now. Um, I mean, I, 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 I hope, like, this is a horrible pregame speech, uh, you know, for, for the Missouri game. Yeah, tonight. I thought you felt good about tonight. I don't know if I feel good about it. I don't really know how I feel about it. I don't know what I should feel about it because I don't like – and I don't think anybody else should either because how the hell can you possibly know what Memphis is going to do? I mean, you sort of have – Well, just call them down. They could, yeah, I mean, they could out-talent this team. They could. That's I still mean, a possibility. Oh, no. I, it's all, I hear to you me, it's those. all on the table. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, it's, you know, it, they could they could win convincingly. They could lose convincingly. They could, you know, lose the buzzer. They could win the I, – like, I don't have any – like, give me a couple of games like – Bro, we can't do that. We need important games immediately because oh, I know. we have nothing. And but I'm just saying, in terms of, with all due respect, I'm not. I'm not playing ESPN Plus with y'all. I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to surf and find that game, bro. I, I mean, I didn't watch that game. Okay, I didn't watch a single second. Well, the only thing you need to know about that game is that uh, it was odd that you know Jordan and Malco were starting. Yes, it may have contributed to the early turnovers. They cleaned it up after that. Yes. That's all you need to know. Yeah, but I'm not – I mean, you're going to have to SEC network me. I'm not doing the ESPN Plus thing. So this is going to be my first real look at this team. Um, and, that, and, that, and that's just – and that's for Tiger football too. I'm not playing the ESPN Plus game with y'all. I mean, you know, if you're on that if – you're, if, you're, if you're there, right, Yeah, I'm not coming for you. So tonight on coming for SEC Network is tonight? Yes. SEC Network's tonight. Oh, we're good there. This yeah. is right. This one's yeah, not we're beneath good. Johnny's. No, so. I'm, Man, I'm, that's good. Alabama State will be. It'll be uh, beneath. Alabama he won't State, even check in. I might have to attend that one in person, <laughs> you know, for, for um, uh, M. Weezy and, and Madlock, you know what I'm saying, out of yeah. respect for them. But, yeah. But, uh, I mean, what do I look like uh, on ESPN Plus? I mean, that's just, uh, with all due respect, I mean, you know, it's gonna it's gonna get my uh, TV a virus. I mean, I just have uh, very little interest in respect. Play. I mean, I, I played that game when I felt like I had to, and now I'm not doing it anymore. You know, you're gonna get a lot more come conference. I guess you're just gonna be checking out the whole conference season. Oh well, again, it's gonna be against who? I mean, Rice. Yeah, sorry, I have to wash my ass. <laughs> I mean, All right. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to sit there. John, very excited about tonight's game. No, tonight's a tonight's it's a big one. SEC Network. Not to get anybody confused. Hey, Eight o'clock. Big. The good news is Alex Simmons to get us ready for that Alabama State game. Already defeated their women's team. That's right. We have a dub now. The, the women are off the Schneid. Yep. J- Jason, yep. Jason was saying, hey, a little you know, disappointed they lost their season opener in Middle Tennessee, but one and one. You got to get that first one. Alex Simmons is on the board. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hype in the preseason. <laughs> you uh, know it, brother. Team. Uh, and uh, you dropped the first one. <laughs> I mean, that's that. That's tough. That's tough. MTSU. You know, it's different. Life is different. <laughs> Life is different when you have expectations. Monday, they're playing the balls on the road, I'm pretty sure. Well, oh. You, so. want, you want all the smoke? Okay. You're about to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, look, tonight is – tonight a question gets answered. Uh, and the question is – Who's starting? Who? Well, that is a question. Uh, it's not ho- the question. Ho- hopefully – that is a question. Hopefully, the That's totally a question. What the hell are we doing? John Who's going to be on the court? Us, no, I, in, in fairness, it is it is still unfortunately a question. Uh, who is starting and who is playing for this team? Uh, again, hopefully, it's the right personnel. 
is all I can say. <laughs> uh, but 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 the big question is, like, who are you? You know, are you are you a team that is truly you know as one of the more experienced teams in the country? Are you a team that is capable of going into Columbia on, you know on the second game of your season and winning? And if you are, you know, okay, we can start to talk credibly out of you know. But are, or are you the same team that you know we've seen Penny Hardaway coach teams be, which is you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna get sacked on first down or false start, you know, first and fifteen. What I know, I know I'm using football analogies yeah, here, but it's works. the best I can do. Um, you know, I'm I'm anxious to see you know who they who they show themselves to be. I think that's a team that's uh, has a great floor general. This is what I expect: a great floor general and four guys. After that, they can lead you and score on any given night. That's what this should be. Hopefully, it gets to it pretty quickly, and you're using all that talent. Uh, to knock off Missouri tonight. Next story. Uh, okay, we have uh, some college football this weekend. Uh, Memphis, Charlotte, uh, that number sitting around nine. So, again, we don't have any uh, clarity on Seth Hennigan yet. Uh, as we talked about, that's sort of a, a holding pattern. That's a holding pattern, uh, you know, number there. If, it, if, if Seth goes, that number will trickle back up. You know, to ten and a half, eleven, I would guess it's come down because of the uncertainty. Correct. Yes. If it goes, if it's Tevin Carter, I think that number comes in further. Maybe goes to seven. Mm. You know, I mean, I think it's you know it's a big move, and you're you're asking a true freshman to make the first career road start. I mean, that's I know it's Charlotte, but and you know their coach is weird, Biff. Poggy. I don't know a lot about Pod- him. Poggy. 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 I don't know how you Poggy. say his name. Uh, Marcus is experienced. This is the former Michigan assistant. Yeah. I bet he's a cheater. So he he wears sleeveless shirts on the sidelines. Okay. What? Yeah, that's what he does. It's his, it's his thing. That uh, Poggy. got a little Dan Poggy. Campbell in him or something. Yeah. Uh, and this is his first year, mm. uh, it, it appears, uh, at Charlotte, and he is three and six. So... Um, you know, I don't know what to uh, necessarily expect. Um, <laughs> you know, from, but he's a character. I know that he's a character. Yeah. And uh, you know, obviously, it's a must-win game. I mean, you can't lose this game. You lose this game, and it, that's just a devastating blow. You're out of the race. It takes all the air out of next yeah. week against SMU. It really yeah. does. No, there's no doubt. I mean, you can't make the AAC title game if you mm-hmm. lose this. Oh. So hopefully, Ryan Silverfield uh, has has expressed that. I assume he has expressed that to his team. And even with Tevin Carter, they should be able to do enough to win this game. I hope so. It could get ugly. I mean, and it would be ugly probably. But I just think with their, you know, Blake Watson and their playmakers, like you should be able to find a way somehow. Um, rest of college football weekend. I do have a few uh, numbers. I do have a few plays that I have put in mm-hmm. already. You guys know I like to get after it pretty early. I'll just go through them. All favorites, so no dogs for me this weekend. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if they clash with Jay Wright or not. I don't know if he pl- posted his uh, his plays yet this week. Uh, this weekend, I don't, it does not appear as though he has posted those as of yet. But I've got Michigan minus three and a half. I found a three and a half out there at a local uh, at a local. And it's still available uh, at a local spot. You're gonna have to do your own research. I want to tell you, he's on Michigan too. Yeah, and three and a half. Don't hold me to it. Three and a half is just. I mean, markets four and a half, five. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm playing that. I think they're just better now. Harbaugh might not be coaching this weekend. Oh, that's right. There's his, some, his attorney says he's gonna be on that plane, though, one way or the other. Yeah, you ain't so, keeping him off that plane. Huh. Uh, if they decide to suspend him, I feel like that galvanizes the team, right? And Heather they, seemed to indicate that she thought the 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 likelihood of suspension went up this morning. Yeah. Yet, they had said reprimand. It might just be a fine million bucks, 
but she she kind of focused mm-hmm. on possible three-game suspension this morning. Yeah. Not saying that's what's going to be, but there's a bunch of options, it yes. sounds like. Yes. And uh, Petiti, I guess, is back to a corner. Feels like you got to do something. If you're Michigan, though, you take that, don't you? You go, okay, let the kid, let the guy sit out for three games. Yeah, I mean, of course. No, I think he would miss Ohio State. Yeah, that's kind of a tough deal. But uh, Yeah, I don't think Michigan's standing by. I think they're going injunction. They're going to try either way. I just found a, yes. a judge that loves Michigan football and said, no, 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 this is – these are important games you're asking right. them to miss. We exactly. That's yeah. exactly. It'll, that's it'll, what Michigan plans to that, do. That's exactly. And I they'll just you. kick the can down the road, mm-hmm. and, and then and they'll succeed. Yeah. Uh, and they'll 100. Yeah, they need him for the stretch run. Yeah. yeah. So it, he, it would be the Ohio State. He would miss the Ohio wow. State game. Uh, so I've got Michigan minus three and a half, minus one hundred five. Like I've got Tennessee, the Vols, GBO minus one and a half at Missouri. Uh, okay. I think Missouri kind of emptied the tank a little bit last That's weekend sweet. on the road at, at Georgia. Burden's banged up. Cook's banged up. Um, and Tennessee, like, didn't even have to come out in the second half against UConn last week. They had to back up. Your boy, Nico, was in there for the majority of the second half. So they're well-rested, and, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Missouri is not. Missouri is, is – uh, look, I mean, you got you got to sort of think about, okay, what would we have th- – what would we have said about this game preseason, knowing everything we knew in the preseason, which was that Tennessee brought back, even though they didn't bring back Hinton Hooker, they're coming off a great year. Uh, Milton better, right, than maybe he was a year or two ago, and they still have a lot of those same playmakers. Missouri, on the other hand, on the verge of firing Eli Drinkwitz. I mean, that's what we were saying preseason. Oh, yeah. So yeah. now I'm only having to lay one and a half against a team I think that is banged up and probably been playing better than they actually are. Uh, give me the balls minus one and a half. Got two more, Jason. Uh, Oklahoma minus eleven and a half. Uh, they are at home against West Virginia. I know they're coming off that devastating loss against uh, Oklahoma State in Bedlam, um, but West Virginia is a completely different team on the road, and Dylan Gabriel is unstoppable. Uh, I think he's going to pick a number against this team. So I know it's a big number, eleven and a half. I think this is a, probably a three-score win for uh, for again, same thing. Neil Brown. Was on the hot seat coming into this year. They're six and three, playing above their head a little bit. Yeah, you know, at some point, that kind of comes back down to earth to me a little bit. Um, and I think Oklahoma's going to be desperate to, you know, put some kind of statement out there for whatever they're playing for. I don't know, but I just think they're two scores better at least than West Virginia. And then finally, uh, we're going to go to the Pac-12. Jason, oh, Oregon minus fourteen. Minus one hundred and five against Caleb Williams and USC. Wow! USC uh, fired their defensive coordinator. Uh, Caleb Williams is uh, crying in the club. Yeah. Oregon uh, still has something to play for, right? Oregon's trying to get that Pac-12 championship game. Uh, they are not trying to leave any room for doubt here. Uh, and I just I think when you have seen Oregon come up against these kinds of teams, uh, whether it was Colorado earlier in the year that have weak defenses and bad line play, they whip ass. And uh, it's at home where Bo Nix is uh, much better. And so I think Oregon's going to be able to pick a number on this USC defense. I mean, look, Caleb Williams is going to probably make some plays, but I assume he's, you know, he'll, he'll be the same thing. He'll be crying in the stands again, got his p- paper sheet, his nails painted, and everything. He'll be crying in the club. Yeah. Uh, so give me the ducks. Stop, if you keep talking, whack, gonna, whack. drop his stock. You keep putting, you know. I can't believe you still want him, bro. No, I told Jeffrey this morning. I'm not sure. I told Jeff right. and Jeffrey this Have morning. Have you watched enough I have of more Drake questions May? Now. No, I haven't. So you got you got to do some work yourself. But again, you could understand me not wanting to take a North North Carolina quarterback coming off True. of Trubisky True. having mm-hmm. gone through that experience. True. And so I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that 
Drake May can't be better than Trubisky. I expect him to be. Look at Trubisky; he's a backup, right, in this league. That's yeah. said, he's bad. Yeah. No, I need to. Uh, we need to do the. We need to do the interviews, the combine interviews, to, to know more. You know, yeah, you. I need may want to uh, ask Caleb some questions about you know, what just what's going on in his world. Exactly. Like you know, what are his motivations? Why are you such a crybaby? Why you Why you think you're supposed to have ownership in a team? That's that's unprecedented. Who yeah. told you you could do that? So he addressed this. Uh, he said, "Tell me," he said, "that was a joke." He said. I am trying to put this on video so that the Bears don't draft me. Uh, no, he said. He said. Uh, he, said that. he said. He's good at quotes on the fly, isn't he? he? He said, "I go out every single day, blood, sweat, and tears. I give my all on every that. single play, yeah. every chance I get. I've been an advocate for mental health. Show your emotions That's and fine. express yep. yourself. Um, it's something that I've been doing since I was young, and now on a national level, being able to try and share that awareness with the public. Me doing just what I did on Saturday, even though it was far from what I was trying to do." It showed and spread that kind of awareness. Now, if you'll allow me, I have a uh, manicure uh, at eleven thirty. <laughs> Maybe he so should have played at Ole Miss. He had to. Uh, he had I'm to cut that off. I feel like he's going to start speaking about himself as a third person, like he's that kind of dude. Yeah, and that scares me. So again, at one point, I was sold, <laughs> but I am not anymore. He, he you know? does got to give up that vibe. Like, yeah. do you think it makes GM skittish though when you bring up mental health on your own? I'm not saying it's not the right thing to say, but when you're a GM and you go, "Oh, we're talking about mental health," you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think it's more about like you follow where I'm going with his, that. His decision making on the field. I, I, I yeah. do think that it is a it is a ridiculously mentally taxing occupation. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and, it is. And that is definitely, I mean, because when you're trying to vet these guys, I mean, you're trying to see, do they have the makeup and the... Yes, you know, are you tough? Yeah, to, to, to handle, you know, not just the physicality and the speed of the sport, but the preparation and the hours and That's all right. of the things that it requires to be great at. Yeah, and, Tyler Murray. Right. Like, he wants to play Call of Duty, you know, and he, that's why he's never won anything, you know. I mean, it's just part of, like, you have to make a lot of sacrifices to be truly great. Um, Paxton Lynch, you, you got to get exactly off the right. PlayStation, bro. You can have all the natural ability in the world, which is what Paxton Lynch has, which is what Kyler Murray right. has, and and you can come into this league and, and you, I mean, you watch Quarterback, right? You watch that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mahomes has, like, playbooks and notebooks at home, and he's look, he's doing that stuff at home. You know what yes. I mean? Like, How much of that is because he's with Andy Reid? Oh, I'm sure a lot of because it is because Andy's he's that kind of guy, yeah, and right. Andy's all about the study. And, right. right. And, and because you've got you that coach, habits, you, yep. you, that rubs off on Absolutely. you. Absolutely. That's why I was telling Jeff this morning. So much matters with situation, too. Oh, yeah. Who's around you? Oh, if yeah. Josh Allen doesn't have Dable, maybe he doesn't develop the way he did. Yeah. Just saying, maybe it's not all Dable, but the point. If you're not in a system yep. that's going to have a, a, a good uh, a development system for a quarterback, then – I mean, just like, like I told you, I, I told, I said, Justin Fields might have worked somewhere else. The Bears didn't do him any favors with a couple of head coaches switching OCs on him. I mean, you know, that might have worked somewhere else. So you, that's part of it, too, is mm-hmm. where that player goes. Look at Bryce Young right now that has nothing to work with. No offensive line. Thielen's his best receiver. He can't do a thing right now, and everybody's questioning whether or not Carolina made a mistake in not taking C.J. Stroud. So, so much of it still, too, is – where is that? Where is that quarterback going? No, you're you're 100 percent right. Um, that and, that it matters in terms of the success rate. Yes, hugely. And, yep. You know, I was I was Matt Eberflus. He's at, at halftime. He's saying, 
You guys are just going to wait. We got what was that? We got the something for you at half. Yeah, I did not was... understand. He's a defensive coach, first of all. He knows nothing about offense. And you, he's like Winkins. And we, we're about to go out of here and run him double reverses or something. And they scored three points in the second half. Yeah. I, just I, kept I, putting. Awful. I, I, that I was, was like, awful. I was like, oh, here it comes. Here comes the Chicago Bears Jesus. onslaught. Whatever they, they got, he's just going to unload it. Hey, was, DJ Moore, let's go. There was that. And then when Pinheiro missed the uh, 59 or whatever it was to, that would have tied it, his shrug at the end, like, Told y'all I wasn't gonna make that kick. Like I, there, th- those two reactions themselves. Eberflus saying, "Just wait till the second half. We're gonna show you something." And then, and then this Pinheiro, it was just added to the dogness of the game. Yeah, what a joke. But we did take advantage of the uh, of the nice opportunity dub. to push nice Carolina further down. No, I mean you, it was it so was objective the, achieved. It was the win of the season. Uh, uh, back to college football, real <laughs> fast though, uh, just to finish off your you, anything for me on on Ole Miss and uh. Ole Miss in Georgia. I know you're not playing it, but just I want to see yeah, if you, I mean, I thought, any kind of feel. What's that line? I might 11? be able to get there on Ole Miss. I, I'm not. It's I'm, 11. I'm not, in, I'm not able to get that. Like, Lane Lane does not have that many big wins on his resume. He did beat LSU at home uh, earlier in the year. Yeah, that, that, that was one. That was one. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot of times when he does sort of step up to these really, really good SEC teams, he has fallen pretty short. Uh, you know, they lost by two touchdowns against Alabama. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just – I, it's hard for me to trust them on the road here. I know it's two scores basically, but like Georgia just kind of does this. They 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 lull you to sleep and they just find a way to win by two scores. So, I mean, it, it, they could cover it, Jason. Oh. I just I, I have no interest in the money line. I have no interest in. It. I think I think it'll be a popular pick on the money line because it's like flashy lane and Ole Miss has looked better maybe offensively than Georgia has, but. I don't know. These things have a have a way to sort of work themselves out. They tend to find ways to work themselves out, and I think Georgia is by far the better team. Um, and so I I could see like Jackson Dart throwing a couple picks or something, and you know Georgia finds a way to win this thing by seventeen. Maybe Ole Miss has a chance to backdoor it at the end. That to me is what you're hoping for, okay. which is what could ha- which could happen. Okay. You know, I mean, do you lean Ole Miss in the points? Mm, no. You like Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, I think I lean Georgia too, and yeah. I, I don't think like. I don't think any because he didn't cover last week against Missouri. Uh, I don't think there will be a ton of people running to the window to bet Georgia, especially at this number. Um, but the number is still the number. You know, I always I always ask people like, okay, why do you think Ole Miss is getting eleven? You know, like, do you think that do you think that these sports books are just charity and they just feel like giving away money to you? Yeah. Like, it's just that easy. All you got to do is just bet Ole Miss here. No, it's right. not that easy at all. Uh, it's very hard actually, <laughs> and so. You know, I, I, like maybe Ole Miss keeps it close for three quarters. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I think they, they're going to shut down Judkins. It's going to be tough. Like you said, everything's going to be on Dart. He probably throws a couple exactly. picks. Exactly. Game I, over. Dart, you know, looks the part. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I always want to get there with him. And then, you know, I mean, they could have easily lost to Texas A&M last weekend. Mm. Um, you know, the, the kid missed the kick there. Uh, I think there was maybe a penalty or I can't remember exactly. Maybe it was like a pick that didn't happen. Um, but they they let that get dangerously close against a bad Texas A&M team. Um, so I just don't have much faith in their ability to go on the road against the number one team. You know, I mean, I know it's not the number one team in the college football playoff, but the number one team in America, the two-time defending champion, yeah. and keeping that game close. I just, I'm not there. So I lean the dogs in that one. Okay. They will lose, I think, at some point. The Georgia Bulldogs, I just don't think it's this weekend. So uh, anyway, it's actually a pretty good slate of uh, college football. Pretty good slate of college football this weekend. I'll be tuned in on Saturday. I got some birthday parties. I got some uh, ish I'm doing, but I'll be uh, I'll be tuned in. Don't you worry. Next story. All right, we won't need to. We'll go through the NFL weekend here, and we don't need to recap what happened last night. You guys know what Bears won, and 
in doing so, they improve their chance on getting the number one pick because Carolina is now sitting at one and eight, and the Bears own their pick. Moving on, it's not such a great weekend for NFL games, but there are a couple here that caught my eye. I'm interested in what you think, John, on Texans and Bengals. It seems like the Bengals receivers are a little bit banged up. They have absolutely been on a roll now, five and three, uh, obviously, and they are big favorites, six and a half points. C.J. Stroud coming off of a historic performance, broke the rookie record for passing yards in their win last passing yards in a game in their win last week. Um, anyway, the Texans slow down the Bengals here in a spot where apparently Joe Burrow's weapons are hurting a little bit. Yeah, I think it's because of what you just said. I mean, T. Higgins out, Jamar Chase definitely not right. He f- came down on his back. So. Yeah, uh, I jumped mean, up to catch a ball and came. So down then you're talking back. about like Tyler Boyd and uh, you know uh, Drew Sample, I guess. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think I think I would adjust this way down um, okay. based on you know. That's I, why I, I caught my eye. I don't think Jamar would play if T Higgins was. Uh, I think Jamar would take the week off if T was playing, and so I think he's really. I think you're only going to get about forty percent of what he is, and then um, you know they're different when T's not out there. Yeah. They just are. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they're, I mean, they're just not nearly as dynamic because he made some huge catches against the Bills, uh, just unsung. I think he typically is, and they're going to lose him, and I think they're going to be different and worse for it because they just can't pay everybody. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's a bona fide number one receiver. I think he's this, a stud. The Bengals have two number one receivers, and uh, they're you know it's, again, it's like it's like the Chiefs. You know, you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. You try to maximize it because eventually it's not going to be there. Right. Eventually, one guy's going to want to get paid. Not when you're paying your quarterback. Exactly yeah. right, and that's the way it goes. Right. And and you got to maximize it. But yeah, look, the the Texans have some injuries of their own. But I think if you can get a seven out there, and I think there are maybe like a few rogue sevens, even buying it to seven. I think you know with the injuries that the Bengals have, um, Texans are feeling good about themselves. They're pretty confident, and the Bengals also have a look ahead to the Baltimore Ravens on a short week. Oh, that's right. They got them Thursday. So, yeah. So, I would definitely say, and mm. I think that's probably why T. Higgins is not playing mm. uh, because they know they're going to they're need him more for the uh, the Ravens game. Yep. Uh, and, I, and I would honestly just go ahead and sit Jamar, too. You know, I mean, what's the point? You know, you got to play again on Thursday. If you can't if you can't find a way to beat the Texans with Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow at the, at the house, we got bigger problems. You know what's crazy about the Texans? They're four, four and four, right? No run game. It's all CJ Stroud, none, none. Singletary, and Pierce yes. get them nothing. And Damian, he Pierce. does it all with the passing game. Exactly, it's right. amazing what uh what Houston has already done this year. I got two more for you. Probably best game of the weekend is obviously 49ers Jaguars. No, uh, San San Francisco is a three point favorite. What do we think here? Uh, on the 49ers here at two and a half, uh, I've been trying to scout the Jaguars. It's it's weird the way this works for me because I was on them every single week at the end of last year, and now I'm trying to scalp them. I had the Saints against them the other day. I had a Steelers teaser. Uh, you flipped on the Jaguars. Yep, 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 yep. They're just a little overvalued, I think, right now. Um, that's the way it works. Uh, they have just been, to me, they're, they're like Icarus. They've been flying so close to the sun, and I think at some point, you do get burned. I mean, they're a good team. I, I mean, I, it's not like I don't believe that. I just think that you have a 49ers group here that added Chase Young, that is off the bye week, that is losers of three in a row, um, that have to win a game. Trent Williams, I think, is likely back. I thought the news on him was not good. That oh, okay. Were, is, is he, or I thought the, well, I don't know about he, it this week, but I thought this coach was saying it was going to be a lingering thing or something 
I thought they got bad news on him. Yeah, he's, I'll check it out. Trent Williams was back at practice yesterday. Was back in the welcome side. I so, see that yeah. part. So he's back at practice. Debo's back. So you're getting healthier. Uh, and, and Brock's healed from the concussion that he was clearly dealing with uh, against the uh, Bengals two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, I like you're the 49ers. Chase Young, I guess, right? Yeah, I like the 49ers in this spot. Still think the Jags are good and still might look to get involved with them at some point, but it will not be this week. I'm on the 49ers. Only other thing I got is Browns-Ravens. Just in the sense, this is a good Browns defense again. The Browns team's five and three. Yep. I know the road record's not impressive. One and two, and this Ravens team's rolling. Uh, six and a half. I've got is the Ravens' favorite. I'm also on the Browns. I got it at a bad number. I don't think it's going to matter much. I mean, they either you know I think lose by. What'd you get it at? I got it at six. I mean, it's not that much of a difference, right? The hook there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I could push right, but if they lose by seven, six and a half, it's not no different to me. This I don't, isn't a look past spot for the Ravens, is it? It totally is. It's the same, the same works there. I mean, it, I think that's sort of part of my handicap is that you have a Browns team that you could say, man, we beat the damn hell out of that team th- three weeks ago. Now it was DTR, not Deshaun Watson, but like I think to the naked eye, it's like what's been the big difference. I mean, Deshaun's been terrible. Uh, I, I just, I just think that when you have two AFC North teams, uh, those games always end twenty to seventeen, no matter what. You know, yeah. Like no matter, it's just, it's just in the Constitution. It was written in the United States con- uh, Constitution back in the seventeen hundreds. That Steelers game was seventeen ten. Right? Yeah, every, every AFC North game ends uh, in a field goal. Uh, it's just the way it goes. So uh, it's going to be low scoring. It's going to be ugly. So I, I like the points here. I mean, I. Uh, they have Kareem Hunt, who I think has still got something left in the tank. Oh, Jerome yeah. Ford has not actually been running the ball very well, but they, you know, they still do have some talent with Amari Cooper. Interior linemen are playing. They're banged up on the outside, but I just think this is an ugly game. Two really, really good defenses. One team has a look ahead, uh, but the but, but the Browns have also got the advantage of having already lost to the to the Ravens this year. So there's a revenge angle there. You know, you don't want to get swept. At the very least, I think this game is close. So I do have the Browns here. So I've got Browns, 49ers, and then um, what was the first one? Browns, 49ers, and then you picked uh, Texans. Yeah, I don't have anything on that game, but I do think – Plus I, six and a half. I would well, six, you said six is where you saw I would, it. If you, if, you could, if you could find a seven out there, a plus seven, even if you have to buy it, I would say that's probably a good move. Uh, nasty primetime games this week. Thursday started that, obviously. Then you got Jets, Raiders, Sunday night, and then Broncos, Bills on Monday night. Gross. So we gave you the best games of the weekend, dude. I yeah. mean, this is the this is the best. This is the worst week of maybe like in history it's pretty of primetime games. Yeah. Thursday, Saturday, oh, Sunday, and Monday. Yes, all of them. Yeah, Dogs. Because the Bills aren't even good. Like, there's no good team that played in primetime this week. Now. Don't call them terrible. I'm not, I don't think they're terrible. They're ain't, they're not good. I mean, Josh. Yeah, I would. Uh, the only quarterback that has a worse rating. Uh, in 15-plus yard passes downfield in the last month than Josh Allen is Zach Wilson. What? Oh, I believe that. I just think it's Jekyll and Hyde. Like, he'll play a game where he looks like Jamarcus Russell, and then he'll play a game he looks like damn Joe Montana. Yeah, well, I mean, look, he's been he's been Jamarcus the last month. He has season. been that. He hasn't, he hasn't been that bad, but the problem really yeah. becomes he they're just so one-dimensional, man. They just rely on him. so, And it's they're yeah. easy to game plan against because they, like the uh, like the Texans, have no run game. Yeah. They didn't even really try to run the damn ball uh, against the uh, against the nope. Bengals on Sunday night. So I just, I just honestly – I think the Broncos find a way to keep this close. They're not going to explode. They're just going to play efficiently. Mm. Broncos defense quietly been playing better. I mean, they held the Chiefs to nine two yeah. weeks ago. I know Patrick Mahomes had the flu, but 
I actually think they've kind of found something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. I think they've kind of they've just they've stabilized, right? Mm-hmm. They look like in the first month of the season they might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. They They're did. clearly not that. Uh, you know, I think maybe there's a little bit better understanding between Russ and Sean Payton now. Clearly, you know, you got the bye week coming off of it. So I just I don't. I there's just no way it could happen. But there's just I don't know how you are comfortable laying seven and a half with the Bills right now. What have they? Eh, what have they be. shown to deserve? Well, that? again, in, in a, it's a defense <laughs> yeah. that's lost pieces. Exactly, and still exactly trying to right. figure out. Exactly right. They yeah. don't get stops like they used to. So that's the other yeah. part about it. they're battling a, a defense that didn't get stops like it used to. One hundred percent. So it's it's a rat game. It's a rat week of the NFL. But uh, you know, it is still the NFL. So we will uh, we will watch. We'll come back uh, at one twenty five. We'll be joined by Rob Fisher. Talk to him about the Grizzlies tonight. The IST, uh, all that and more. Stick around, Jason and John. I just turn to family. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether you're saying I love you, whether you're saying I'm so sorry, whether you're saying congratulations, whatever you're saying, it's always a good occasion to get over to Robert Irwin Jewelers and load up. On some of the stuff they've got, they've got a wide showcase. Whatever you're looking for, engagement rings. They got gold chains. They got watches. Man, they got honestly pendants. Anything that you could imagine, it's there. It's the highest quality. It's the best customer service you're gonna get. On top of that, you're gonna get things with your purchase at Robert Edward Jewelers that nobody else offers. You're gonna get meant to be guaranteed. You know what that means? Bring it back anytime in the first 365 days. That that diamond, you get a refund. Get the free ring sizing for life. You get that spa treatment over at Robert Irwin Jewelers. There's no reason to shop anywhere else. Get over there today. What if you could have lifetime spa treatment? It's a great thing for a ring. Always going to be shiny. 
how he knows how to take care of that ring. He knows how much, how important it is to you. Um, but not just engagements, anniversaries, birthdays, as John said, I love you, I love yous, and I'm sorry. Uh, Merry Christmas gifts as well. You can start your Christmas shopping early over at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Perkins Extended, Bartlett, South Haven, Little Rock, or online at rijewelers.com. So I'm looking at this graphic right now of Michigan under Jim Harbaugh, and I'm sure you've seen it, Jason. I'm sure you've seen the splits, but it looks like ESPN. Starting in 21. Yeah, ESPN did the math. So before Connor Stallions was hired as an an off-field analyst, Michigan was 69-24 and under Jim Harbaugh. They scored 33 points a game. They allowed 17.8 points a game, uh, and their differential every game was 15.8. All right, that's yeah. before. Still really good. I mean, it's not like we're talking about like they were 21 points a game and 13 allowed. Like they're still really good. After hiring Connor Stallions, though, they went from being really good to elite, one of the best teams in all of college football. 21 and one after hiring him. 40 and a half points a game up from 33.6 so a full touchdown and opponent opponent point per game went from 17.8 to 12.4 so the difference goes from 15.8 a game to 28.1 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.